Hey everyone, this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And as always, joining me, my co-host, Mr. Don Finklia Jr. Hello, everyone. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see the stuff oh my I'd be gosh. doing. I wish. She was over here dancing. <laughs> To the applause. To the applause. Oh, I can't even sing. No, you can't love, do that. Mm-hmm. I love that song. No, I know. I like to get ready to that song. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we start, I have a social media manager right now. You have a so you do have a social media manager. Yeah, and my social wow, media yeah. has been popping lately, y'all. I hope y'all been checking it out. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's better than when I was running it. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> So I got some info for you to check out some of these popping pages Uh, for Facebook, for all my um, 30 and above crowd who still go to Facebook. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You can find the brand spanking new Imagine Me Worthy page on imaginemeworthy.422. And then that Insta Imagine me's on Insta now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking about it for a minute. I know. All right. Again, so. no no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so that Insta handle is Imagine Me Worthy, right on Insta, just that way. Um, on Twitter, which is less popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I have two followers. Go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button, y'all. Build yeah. up my Twitter following. Yeah. Follow on Twitter. And the, and the the page on Twitter is, is it's Imagine Me. It's Imagine Me Worthy at Finklia Danielle. Oh, okay. I had no control over it. Oh, okay. If I did, I don't know how to control it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then our email for all... Um, questions you might have because we are going to try to do at least two ask imagine me segments this year so Mm. if you want your question featured on ask imagine me you can email us at imagine me worthy at gmail.com nice and finally last but not least my favorite the imagine me worthy dot me that is our web page yes that is where you can discover everything that is Imagine Me. Um, you can go on there and send some inquiries or contact us for either speaking or workshops. I will show up and I will speak about what you want me to speak with. Yes. About. Well. Speak about. As long as it's not, you know. Now whatever you wanted not, to speak about. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be within the realms of Imagine Me. Right. Right. Yeah. No kitchen table talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sponsors go ahead and check out that advertisements page send me your information if you'd like to be sponsored on a episode of imagine me Um, also interviews if you're wanting myself to show up on your podcast Mm -hmm. i will do so and you can show up on my podcast let's do each other a favor there you go yeah let's let's help each other out help each other out come on podcast community (laughs) show up All right, that was the business portion. All right. All right, down to some important business, some important matters at hand. Okay, important okay. matters, yeah. It, this is so important that it's going to be a twofer. A twofer? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to be a two-parter. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's a bundle. It's a bundle. 
So this is part one. We are discussing emotional intelligence. Mm. Mm. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's such an expansive topic that um, I think even two episodes is not enough. But I'm gonna do my best mm-hmm. and try to squeeze the highlights of emotional intelligence. So today we're just gonna dig into what emotional intelligence is and why does it matter. And then next week, we're going to get into some skills that might help you increase your emotional intelligence. Okay. All right. I like it. All right. So I know we are all familiar with the whole IQ, your your intelligent quotient, I believe is what IQ stands for. Sure. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. It's it's been a minute. Uh, Psych 101. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. But anyway, (laughs) when we talk about the intelligent quotient, it is more or less speaking about your critical thinking, problem solving, Mm. and um, academic knowledge. Okay. There's some thoughts where people believe you can improve your intelligence Mm -hmm. then some believe that this is kind of set you're kind of going to fall within that range right right and there are so many different theories and you know whether it's personality theories or just different ideas of how to measure iq one of my favorite does just doesn't look at academic knowledge it is a broad band of different types of intelligences Mm. we ain't getting into that okay well today i'm going to tell you how important it is to understand your emotional iq okay and go back to that self-reflection piece and see what it is that you probably need to do to improve your emotional iq all right. All right. We all have a couple friends or a friend or just somebody that we know who every time we speak to them, they always make us feel better. Mm, yes. No matter what. Yeah. Even if it is just, you know, just they're there, just listening. <laughs> they're, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> just listening and letting you vent or, you know, just able to be a rock solid support. And it seems that they can do that without much effort. Mm. Typically, these people are very zen yeah. and calm in mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations. Have you ever wondered how this person does that? <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like I'm that person. I was literally <laughs> just thinking that. I was like, I was going to say, like, he doesn't know this person because he is this person. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know, to be honest with you. So I can think of it at least two or three people in my circle where I'm often thinking, holy cow, how are they holding it together yeah. in all these difficult situations? Yeah. Even in their own personal storms, mm. they seem to be a very even keeled Zen-like presence about them. Mm-hmm. If you ever wondered how this person did it, how they became a pupil person, I might be able to tell you some of those traits. Okay. Um, And you, my friends out there who are not so-called people, 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 people who attract other people and like people, persons of people. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That you too. (laughs) 
<laughs> have those traits. I think we all have them, unless you're just a dastardly Dan. No, th- those exist. <laughs> dastardly Dans exist. And dastardly Danielles. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of those. Yes. Right. So, emotional intelligence or... EI, we're just going to say emotional intelligence, okay. was actually a concept that was coined in the mid-1990s. Um, it gained popularity around 1995 in a book written by Daniel Goldman. Hmm. And he defined, I'm going to give you the egghead definition, okay? Okay. He defined emotional IQ as a set of skills and traits that guide leadership. Mm, okay. I'm going to make this definition a little bit more relatable. Emotional intelligence really is just the ability to use, comprehend, and manage emotions. Mm. Point blank, period. Yeah. And I can see that as a, a good trait for the, the some of the best leaders out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might be thinking to yourself, whose emotions? Mine's? Others? Actually, it's a combination of both. Mm. Now, you can't control other people right you can't control their feelings but when i say yours and others is your response to others emotions right right so people who have a high level of emotional intelligence are typically good at things like emotional awareness which can easily which basically means they can recognize their own and others emotions mm. i think these people are often said they have good intuition okay yeah they can read people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um judges of character good judges of character good discernment when it comes to people mm-hmm. they can also use such feelings to help themselves solve problems and think more clearly so again, self-awareness is a key part of this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this means knowing your limitations and knowing your boundaries and when you should and should not be making decisions or when you should and should not react. Right, right. So you got to you have to know your bandwidth. Know it. Yeah. Yes. Very well. Yeah, I like that. Even when you're dealing with strangers out in the streets. Yeah. Sometimes I just know, I know God tests me all the time. <laughs> I know. Like there's no other reason for some of the stuff that I encounter other than, uh, let's try this out today. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I'm a work in progress. You are. I don't always we pass. We all are. I don't always pass, but I'm doing better. Yeah. But sometimes, especially on your commute on the way to work in the morning. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I think that's when those people are placed into my path. (laughs) (laughs) Or any commute. Or any commute anywhere. (laughs) She has road rage, y'all. Look, I think it's genetic. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad got road road rage. Oh, okay. Yeah, you say you you said that I know, a lot. Yeah, he's so. a very mild mannered man. He is, but it comes out when he's on the road. When huh? He's on the road. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh man! It's not the type of road rage where he's gonna hurt people. Right, right, right. Um, right. And my dad doesn't typically say curse words. They're usually just like words. Right, right. He's angry. His version of angry. So maybe, maybe he uses all his bandwidth up when he's not on the road. Oh, uh, you're and right. And it all comes out. Yeah. When, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. Because he does deal with a lot of people. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. And because I am a forever learner, 
because I do my homework and I love research, I've gathered the three most important components that make up emotional intelligence. So you don't have to. Oh, I appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) The first one is self-management. Basically, self-management refers to the ability to regulate your emotions in a healthy manner. Mm, Okay. This is where I tell you that anger is a legit emotion, Mm -hmm. that sadness is a legit emotion. And then within those emotions, there are continuums of like the type of anger, the type of sadness, Mm -hmm. all the basic feelings, all of those are legit. But where it becomes not so good is when you do not display those emotions in a healthy manner. Right. All right. Right. So it also includes being able to take the initiative as well as following through on commitments and changing your behavior to suit situations. Okay. All right. So that means you're not going to act the same way you act at a baseball game at the sanctuary in a church. Right. <laughs> For those right. you don't go to church yeah. at a dance recital or right. or a uh, I don't know, anything else you got to be quiet for. Right. Ballet, whatever. At a ballet or a play or graduation. You know, yeah. Don't be twerking on the stage when you go to get your diploma. We know y'all happy. Twerk at the cookout afterwards. Right, right, right. Stop doing that. <laughs> That's an inappropriate time to, to twerk, okay? To twerk, yeah. All right. Mamas and grandmamas and aunties, you don't twerk at the graduation either. Okay. (laughs) Don't nobody want. No. Don't nobody want to see that. Maybe at the cookout. Maybe there are people that want to see it. You could twerk all you want. You could (laughs) electric slide. You could shuffle whatever dances out. You could do that. (laughs) Not at the graduation. Oh, man. All right, my people. Yeah. All right. Other people, the worm, all the other stuff they, they be doing across the state. Stop that. Just go <laughs> get your diploma B. It's a dignified moment, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> Dignity. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Number two, self-awareness. Okay. Basically, when you're aware of your feelings and their influence on your thoughts and actions. We talked about this last week. Know your strengths and your flaws and have self-confidence. That last piece, you're probably gonna have to work on. Self-confidence doesn't necessarily mean that you have all your ducks in a row and you have reached perfection because that is never gonna happen. It means the things that you can change and you're willing to change, you change the things that you can't change that you just live with. Right. That's just part of me. That's who I am. Right. All right. That's how you build your confidence. Third, social awareness. Social awareness involves being empathetic. Okay. Mm. Empathetic is the key there. Mm. Empathetic does not mean that you will always agree with someone, what it means is that you are willing to try and understand where they're coming from. Right. And you can do this, you can have healthy discourse and manage conflict in a healthy way where you are still empathetic to the person speaking. Right. When you have social awareness, you can perceive other people's feelings, their requirements, You know, Mm. what is this person stating that they need? Mm. If this is a friend, they might be telling you how to support them or how they don't want to be supported. Whatever it is, listen and concerns. Sometimes 
this sucks, especially when the concern is about you. Right. But again, right. we go back to being empathetic and listening actively to what that person is saying. Yes. Yes. Because you can hear what someone's saying and not be actively listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to cast aside your predictions of what that person might be thinking. If it didn't come out of their mouth, if they didn't directly say this, you are not a mind reader unless you are. But to the people I know, I don't know any mind readers. Right. And all you have to go by are by the words that come out of their mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm talking about a conversation between two people. This is, you know, this is just the basics of how to speak to each other. Right. So two minor points within social awareness. Social awareness allows you to feel comfortable in a social situation. As a result, this is the second point. You will always recognize the balance of power in groups when you are aware of this. Mm. Everybody plays a role in a group. Yep. Everybody. Everybody. And each role is needed. You know, um, there are people who are naturally leaders and for all you natural born leaders, you don't always have to be leader. You can sit out sometimes and like, hey, let me get somebody else a shot. But typically what happens, we notice those people in our groups Mm -hmm. really quick. We, whether this person takes charge or not, there is kind of like this aura or this vibe about them where you're just like, huh do you want to leave this? Or, you know, like, oh, I want to hear what this person has to say. Right. Then there are people who are there to keep harmony in the group. Mm. We need those people. Yeah, we do. Yeah. People who like, are like the referees. Yep. You know, like a mediator. The mediator. Yep. 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 Then we have our worker bees. The worker bees. I actually like to be a worker bee. Okay. I've been told I exude leader energy, but I like give me a task. I will go to work. Okay. And it will get done. Got it. Put me in charge of something, having to delegate tasks. Right. I'm more likely because I am a worker bee to try to do it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know your traits. I know my traits. I know where I fall. Yeah. All right. <laughs> not to say I'm not a good leader. Right, right, right. But. I prefer to just get stuff done. I'm solution focused. Mm. The fourth component that makes up emotional intelligence is the management of relationships. Mm. I think this is probably one of, I think this one is paramount to emotional intelligence because if you're, if you have low emotional intelligence, it's going to show up in your relationships. Yep. It's going to show up in your interactions with people. Yep. And basically, management of relationships, this includes the ability to understand how to build and maintain positive relationships. Mm. This skill helps you communicate well, helps you inspire and influence others. Mm. But you got to get this down. Managing relationships will help you collaborate with others and resolve disputes with success. Right. The key there is resolution. When someone possesses all four of these characteristics, we can then call them emotionally intelligent. <laughs> there you go. There, there are only four steps, but each one on its own, honestly, could be its own episode. Right. Yeah. So like I said in the beginning, I'm just going to give you like the, the highlights, the 
the reels. And knowing what makes up emotional intelligence is a good way in figuring out where your deficits are, Mm. where can you grow, and where are your strengths. So, why does this all matter? Why why are we even talking about this? (laughs) (laughs) Because there is an impact of either your wealth of emotional intelligence or your lack thereof. Mm, Some of y'all out here operating with the emotional intelligence of a toddler. (laughs) Yes, and some people with a very big stage are operating that way. (laughs) Use your words. Like, come on. Some some of y'all... got some work to do yeah me too there's some moments where i resort to a temper tantrum Mm. and you know we have we in the last two years we've seen the rise of temper tantrums happening in public because (laughs) you can record them and make people famous for being toddlers for being toddlers yeah in front of the whole world adult toddlers yeah yeah, which sad is sometimes I can see kids in the background looking confused, like what the heck is right, going on? Right. Why is she on yeah. the toddler? Why is she doing that? Like even the toddlers are looking at you like, mm. <laughs> all right, your impact. There are three major areas where emotional intelligence has an impact. One of them is your academic and work performance. High emotional intelligence can help you get through social difficulties either at school or at job Mm. at your job Um, you're never gonna like everyone that you're going to school with or that you work with showing i don't care (laughs) even working from home sometimes you're gonna be like i mean (laughs) i can't stand my co-workers (laughs) this dog and this cat are getting on my nerves sometimes yeah (laughs) 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 no but There will be things that you will disagree with at your job or at your school, things that don't align with you, don't align with your values, your morals, or who you are as a person. As long as you are safe and you are not doing some dastardly underhanded things or being made to do those things, I'm sorry, you just got to tough it out and just manage your emotions. Manage it, yeah. That doesn't mean that you can't vent or you know right do what you need to do to take care of yourself right. but you're never gonna like everyone and everyone is not gonna like you i don't care how much your mama said you the sunshine <laughs> and the sunshine rises and sets out your hand parts <laughs> <laughs> right um, right no, right everybody's not gonna like no you. matter how much you think things are sunshine and rainbows it doesn't yeah there's always somebody yeah who does not like you yep But those with high emotional IQ can succeed in these areas by either becoming leaders, encouraging others, or just being able to express their opinions in a healthy way. Right. How to have healthy dialogue with the people around you. That's, That's not an easy thing to master. It's not. It really isn't. But understand this, that we all come from different backgrounds. Mm hmm. Even if we are within the same culture, every black person didn't grow up in the same type of family. Nope. You know, you know, no matter what your culture is, no matter what your religion is, it doesn't matter because we are all not one size fits all. Don't use that as a base for how you should treat everyone from that group. Mm. Treat everyone as an individual. Right. The second, your physical well-being. 
I think we really forget about how much our emotions and our ability to handle stress impact us physically. Mm. If you cannot manage your emotions, if you can't control your stress, it can lead to extensive health issues. Mm. Something off the top of my head I can think of is uncontrolled stress raises your blood pressure. Right, right. People who are who have that explosive rage and anger, right. they're more prone to heart attacks. Right, yep. It also raises your risk of stroke and can even speed up aging. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know that phrase when they be like, black don't crack? And I always be like, I seen some crack. You seen some crack. <laughs> or, I have to. I have to. Yeah. No matter what your race or ethnicity is and how good your genes are, if you are not managing your stress, if you are always in a high emotional state, mm-hmm. it's going to age you. Mm-hmm. That's why I love to look at the pictures of the presidents, right? Oh, yeah. From That's inauguration, a perfect example. Yes. Inauguration to their very last day when they're switching over. Yep. Perfect Man. example. And I think, you know, they've done studies on this in, um, to try to uh, pinpoint just how much a president ages, you know, in four years or eight years, you know, from taking that job mm-hmm. physically. Yep. Um, and it's, man, that's crazy. It is a very stressful job. It is. Um, you know, and a lot of people sit there and everybody and their mama thinks they can do it. But the truth is you can't. I mean, there's always someone again who is like, oh, no, that's a stupid idea. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it could be the greatest yep. idea ever. But because you don't like that person whose mouth it came out of. Right. It's a dumb idea. Right. And we all going to be against it. Right. Um, and or because they're not in your party. Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't matter what party. Right. Both parties are guilty of, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's nonsense. why they all starting to look old. Yeah. The third impact, your relationships. Mm. There are a lot of people out there who consider themselves lonely islands. <laughs> I'm a loner. I don't need nobody. Uh Uh-uh. You need somebody. Yeah. I don't know anyone out here who want to die alone. And that doesn't mean necessarily a companion. Not a companion. Just somebody. Connection. You can, yeah, yeah. Part of being human or just existing is having a connection, belonging, having some type of social relationship. Right, right, right. They are essential. This is a multiple person job. (laughs) (laughs) So if your emotional intelligence is in check, you will communicate better. Also, when you know how others are feeling, you might be able to respond appropriately Um, and you can form stronger bonds, whether you're at home, work and at school. All right. So to wrap this up, beyond making you a people person. Right. Because we started off with these amazing people, people mm-hmm. beyond making you a people person. Emotional intelligence really is essential to enjoying relationships in your life. Right. And being successful. Right. And being able to talk to people mm-hmm. and to have the appropriate decorum wherever you are understanding those things that's helpful it will open new doors it'll allow you to connect with others and in the end i'm hoping as your emotional iq goes up your satisfaction with life 
will go up to. Right. That wraps up our podcast for this week. Our quote this week comes from epic underscore quotes dot com. Work hard in silence. Let your success do the noise. All right, fam. You are worthy. You are valued and you are loved. Peace, fam. <laughs>